Blog Talk Radio. Excuse me. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I couldn't hold it. My apologies. There's a story we we always tell at the beginning of the uh, the show here. <clears throat> Excuse me. An old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life. He tells the grandson, "There's a fight that's going on inside me, and it's a terrible fight. You see." This fight is between two wolves. One wolf is evil. This wolf is full of anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. Now, the other wolf, however, this wolf is good. This wolf is joy, peace, Love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. Now, this same fight is going on inside you, he tells the grandson, and inside every other person, too. The grandson sat there and thought about it. He looked up and asked him, Grandfather? Which wolf wins? The old Cherokee simply replied, It's that wolf you feed.
good afternoon or good morning. It all just depends on what part of the world you are listening. Bienvenidos, Oki, namaste, and welcome. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Greenhouse Effect Radio Show. It is February 28, 2022, broadcasting live Monday and Wednesday nights here on Block Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> I'm really having a problem tonight. Let me give you something I know. My name is Will Green, holding down one half of our hosting duties. Uh, again, live every Monday and Wednesday night here on blogtalkradio.com. Holding down the other half of our hosting duties. Some call him the Lions Historian. Some call him Unc. I call him my best friend because he's my dad, Bill Green. What's happening, Daddy Go? How you doing tonight, man? What's up? What's up? What's up, Wilfredo? Oh man, you hit you hitting us little... Oh, that thing earlier? I was saying you hitting us with the bass tonight. He's like, What's up? You got that voice tonight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, that's where I go when I you know, when I mess up. <laughs> I retreat, you know, to the solid ground. I hope I didn't I hope well anyway, never mind. It's too late now anyway. I don't know. I heard you <laughs> I dropped everything. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like you sounded like my man. Wait. <laughs> Wake up, goddammit. Beat it great. That's all I heard. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Where's the mute button? The mute button. Man, and of course the mute button, the mute button went with my phone and, and with my console. I dropped everything, man. It was kind of trippy, but anyway. All right. I'm glad you, you were laughing when I finally heard you. I was glad I didn't re- take you off your stride either. No, man. no, no, man. No, no. You're I, a real I'm, professional, dude. <laughs> I'm not feeling it tonight, man. I'm, you got me giggling and I'm stumbling over my, my you know, my, my thing here. But, you know, hey, it's cool, man. It's, it's, are, you, are you okay? You're good? You got everything together? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think we deserve a little levity because it's been, it's been deep, man. February has been treacherous, man, yeah. you know? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, yeah. there's a lot that's going on, and there's a lot that has gone on, and February represents all that has been anyway. Far mm-hmm. as black folks are concerned, so you know, absolutely, it's been trippy though, man. I mean, wow, what a heck of a way to deal with, you know, Black History Month with all the violence, man. You know, and all the insanity. You know, I'm just talking about this country. I'm not even talking <laughs> about the, the the war overseas. You know, man. I mean, it's you know, I was watching that, and oh, let me let you go ahead, man, and get your due diligence done. I'm already falling into the fold go on man all right we already we're already kicking it in gear but yeah let's let's pull it back a minute let's just remind our listening audience here a couple of things uh again our shows are live mondays and wednesdays 7 p.m central standard time on blogtalkradio.com slash the greenhouse fx the letter fx the greenhouse fx so we're live every monday and wednesday night our shows are archived and saved on many different uh podcasts listening platforms, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, but for our live shows, a couple of things we always like to remind you uh, for those that are listening and taking the time to be a part of our show. The first thing is that we always want to make sure that you've got a pen and paper handy, a pencil and pad, a post-it note, a marker, an envelope, or a napkin, or as Dad likes to say, a napkin. 
you know, those ones from Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, whatever, Taco Hill. Um, just make sure you got something <laughs> to write with. <laughs> As you can see, we occasionally will just dive right into our discussions and topics, et cetera. Um, but we're sure that you might have some questions or comments, but we want to make sure that you don't forget them because our shows allow you to engage with us. Uh, but we'll get into that in a second. So grab a pen and pad, pencil and paper, et cetera, et cetera. So as we mentioned, our shows allow you to engage with us. One way is to use our chat room, which is on the Blog Talk Radio site. You can engage it with your Blog Talk Radio profile, which you can create with for free. And you can connect with us right there. Adam's already in there kicking it, singing, I want to be free, because I want to be free. Or you can dial in. Our phone number here is 516-453-6094. I'm going to say it again, because I know you've got that pencil and paper already. 516-453-6094. Press 1 on the keypad. That'll put your phone number in the queue. We'll see your number. We'll bring you right in. But like I said, sometimes we might get engaged in our discussion. We'll get to your call. We won't leave you out. We won't forget you. But write it down so you don't forget it. You might pick up something from us tonight or even from somebody else talking. Write it down. We don't want you to miss out on any important information. And, of course, we don't want to leave out what you have to offer us and the listeners on our shows. How's that? Man, I was overwhelming. <laughs> I'm almost <laughs> ready to say, all right, put on the closing scene. Well, let's wrap it up. That's perfect. This man. is the greenhouse effect, though. <laughs> well, we yeah. Outstanding, man. I forgot so what I was up. getting ready to fall into. Yeah. Let okay. us know what's on your mind. You said what now? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish, man. I'm no, sorry. I was done. I was done. What did you yeah. say? I can't remember what I was falling into before I realized I was stepping into the into the public announcement. I don't even know where I was going with some comment I was about to make. So I guess we'll just push that off to the side till later. Oh yeah, we it's just how crazy February is, um, you know. But yeah, we'll definitely have a lot to talk oh, about with that. Yeah, I was um, um, watching the news in one particular part. Um, they were talking about. Um, the Ukrainians that the men that are are required, you know, for service, you know, like ages, I think they said 16 to 60 or something like that, you know, but also the long line of dudes that were showing up to, um, you know, enlist. And of course that spun me back to thinking about the draft, you know, and um, just brought up some memories about that. Some strange moments. That's all. That's all I was, you know, it's watching that whole war theme, you know, as it's presenting itself. This is somewhat different than the usual scope of war. But at the same time, we know more in this country about war than it ever before because of social media and mm-hmm. how it brings the news right up close and personal, you know. So, you know, I have a different perspective of of attitudes, especially in this country, that still, you know, and I realize, you know, the the, po- the potential controversy behind the statement I'm about to make, but, but, <laughs> which, you know, usually means, but. uh-oh, <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, I mean, you know, there's, there's an invasion, you know, of one country to another, 
and then there's an invasion that happens within a country itself. And I'm not sure that I've ever felt anything other than invaded upon by this country. So I'm kind of split, almost like a functional schizophrenic once again, and knowing what I'm supposed to say, you know, after all, I pay taxes to this country, you know, so, and I'm also a registered voter, uh, which is schizophrenic in itself. But at the same time, you know, um, this country likes to puff itself up, you know, with its own omnipotence, its own idea of how important it is and what it stands for. But, you know, it really doesn't stand for what it says it stands for. So um, as much as I'm absolutely um, into the whole theme of a country defending itself, I still remember, you know, first in the 60s during the Cold War and during the Vietnam War and, and the way so many inner wars here in this country were just collapsing upon itself. I remember the, 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 as black folks were raising their fists to the idea of no longer being Negro and finding a voice of being black and the idea symbolically of being um, black power. I remember the, um, the, out, the, the, the re, rebutted outcry um, from America, which was America, love it or leave it. But there was another underlying theme as well, better read better dead than red. And it's just amazing to me in 50 years how the consciousness of this country has completely reversed itself to where you have an ex-president and most of the Republican Congress, you know, holding this guy Putin up as the the symbol of, you know, of, of democracy, <laughs> which, of course, is hypocrisy in this country. They have to be saying he's the symbol of democracy because in this democratic nation, you have this idiot ex-president along with his cronies is, is, is talk, building up Putin and tearing down Biden. Yeah, it, it's within my lifetime and now within yours. It's, it's an amazing thing to see how this country, who has the right to write its own history, can write it any way it chooses and flip-flop it any way it chooses to flip-flop. You know, and how the people, you know, don't react to what's right, but instead reacts to what's favorable, you know, what will give them the the winning edge. Forget truth. Forget the democratic way of life. Forget the Constitution. Forget the Declaration of Independence. Let's go with the thing that keeps the lines clearly divided. And let's always push the idea of white supremacy in whatever package it comes in. That's the thing that just rattles my cage, you know. And I guess there was a time during the 50s and the 60s and maybe even the 70s. I can't say anything about too much about the 70s and the 80s. <laughs> I was, you know, I was in the ozone. So for what I remember, though, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, man, this, this is a country. Just, it's amazing to me how it can even go to such an extreme of just puffing itself up that it has these convenient backlash issues that it never wants to acknowledge or own 
but instead just justify, you know, without ever giving cause, you know, and, and, and it's, it's no question that the backlash from Obama having two terms as a president, this black dude sitting in the White House, it's the only way a cat like Trump could have ever gotten in office. That's, that's blacklash, you know, that's, but it's, this country can't acknowledge that to the extreme that this man has walked over its, its own constitution to puff himself up, and the people who applaud that sit right in Congress. And maybe the dull and the ignorant don't have a clue as to what I'm talking about, and maybe that's the best way to be. Unfortunately, I've ventured off into this territory that has to do with the history of the Supreme Court, and why did I ever do that? So... Sorry for my little tirade there, man. Uh, let me wind it back so you know we can catch our breath and go in the direction. Executive producer, you planned this show to go. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I admit it, man. But this this is wild, and this this country is is. I mean, I've never seen at any time in my life. I, but then maybe that's because of social media and the way we're so connected with the rest of the world. Maybe, you know, um, just maybe my, my um, naivete allows me to believe that it's never been this bad. But maybe this is how it's always been. Um, other than what we have access to as far as reading is concerned, I've just never seen a whole side of, of this due process called Congress, which, which, by the way, in case people forgot, these are the ones who are supposed to be writing the bills that back the laws that rule the people. These are the folks sitting there that are supposed to be advancing this country even more de- in depth with regards to a democratic way of life. And they're like being paid to thumb their noses at the very thing they were hired to protect while they're promoting this dude who just 50 years ago represented that theme of white America that said to me as a black American, America, love it or leave it, you know, meaning that if you can't get with the program, get out of here. Now, that very same program has been totally dismantled. And this new cry, you know, this new cry now that somehow, you know, does away with the idea of better dead than red. Now it's saying better red than dead. You know, it's, it's, I don't know, man. So anyway, that's my two cents. And thank you for letting me just go on there, man. I'm sorry. I'm glad it's only 719. (laughs) (laughs) No, No worries. No worries. No worries. No, it's, it's very interesting how you, uh, tied in your experiences in the 60s and uh, up to today and even talking about the Supreme Court and uh, the issues with Russia and Ukraine. You actually caught me by surprise for a bit, man, uh, and me too. bringing up the Ukraine situation. Um, yeah. But I guess, you know, it, it can't help but it should, it should, I think, stir something in us. Um, you know, I don't really... I thought that maybe I would see a lot of people saying, hey, it doesn't really affect me, you know, but actually it just from what I can see, and, you know, you can only believe so much on social media, but it seems like it, this situation uh, has 
triggered many people in different ways. Um, I don't know if it's just. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, there's always going to be that element that 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 has no regard to raising levels of consciousness. So, you know, that, they'd rather sit around and poke holes in the sky than um, take a look at some aspects of the news that are reflecting the world events, not just that idiocy promotes idiocy, you know, yeah. but actually wanting to be informed, you know. So it's always going to be that element that's going to act like it doesn't affect me. That white, black, it doesn't matter. You know, it's just yeah. the American yeah. way. It doesn't well, I tell you what, it's going to affect the pocket. <laughs> you know, it affects nothing else, man. Gas is jacked, you know. Hey, the hey. shells are emptying, man. And, hey. you know, I mean, it's on, bro. You know, hey. so people can ignore it if we want. But, you know, it's going, you know, it's going to catch up in some way, shape, or form. And if this dude has his way, you know, I don't know. We may be, we may not. We may be waste. We may be kind of living in in a in a lap of um, optimism to be planning too many shows in advance. Because <laughs> yeah. my my man is like, oh, I got the bomb, dude. You know, and I, I I have no problem. You know, even Belarus jumped out and said, Yeah, we got the bomb too. So you know, it, it's gonna be you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be hot. You know, it's definitely gonna be hot. So you know. But anyway, man, I'm so, and I cut you off, Will. I'm sorry, man. I really that I'm just a little bit kind of cranked right now, you know, from so many directions. So I'll try yeah. to cool it. I promise. Well, well, it's it's cool. It's cause you you uh, I can't help but to feel some of that energy from you, you know, uh, doing this show with you, man. And so you know, I'm sitting here like, damn, yeah. And you're right, man. I mean. The simplest thing is, if, I mean, like gas. You say it doesn't affect me. Yeah. Okay, go go put some gas yeah. in your yeah. in your ride. You know, <laughs> you know we're up to four dollars mm-hmm. now. Yeah, so man, here. I know you are. Yeah, you know, you, I know you and, are. And it ain't yeah. no driving. It ain't no driving to Indiana. It's worse. <laughs> so yeah. It's, it, Matter oh, of fact, days are gone, huh? Oh, those days, days are gone, of, man. Of, of jumping the border. <laughs> all right. Yeah. In case y'all don't know what we're talking about. Uh, Illinois, Indiana, obviously, you know, are right next to each other. And it was always a thing whenever gas prices started getting jacked in Illinois, because Illinois has one of the highest tax gas tax there are in the nation. So whenever, you know, gas prices started going up, we jumped aboard and run over to Indiana, grab their gas and come back. <laughs> you say them days are gone. <laughs> no, nah, man. You you mess around and cross the board and get smacked. Yeah, and let me just share this brief story. So I went to Indiana, man, doing doing some uh, some work, and uh, went to get some gas, you know. And uh, this one gas station was closed. Well, it wasn't closed. I'm sorry, they just didn't have any gas. And I'm like, what you mean wow. you don't have gas? How you don't have gas? I'm thinking, damn, yeah, it's, it's a Ukraine situation affecting us already. No, no, no. This situation was that the, that these cats was putting water. They would they were thinning out the the gas ah, uh, in the tank, okay. and the the city caught them. But yeah. I mean, that's something to you know. I hate to to put it out there like that, but in these times like this, if it keeps you know happening, I wonder how many other businesses 
you know, tried to yeah. provide shortcuts as they're dealing with these changes, as they have to deal with these changes and try to keep their gas tanks filled and stuff like that. So, yeah, see, what most people don't understand is how gas stations are regulated. They yeah. don't have an endless supply, you know. Mm-hmm. They have only so much gas allotted to them per month. If they use up their supply, that's it. That you know, if you ever wonder why gas stations pretty much, you know, within ten cent charge about the same thing, you know, they got to kind of keep pace with each other because, you know, you might think, well, why don't this dude go ahead and charge ten cent less? Well, because everybody would invade that station and they'd be shut down for about ten or fifteen days, so they would lose whatever they would gain. And in the meantime, the prices are still going up, and that's what some gas, why some gas stations wind up going out of business. So it's a hard thing, you know, like um, to, 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 to balance that out. And we're the ones, you know, the consumer, we're the ones that pay the end price of all that, man. You know, I remember in the, in the 70s, I remember long lines to the gas station, you know, and maybe gas running out before you got up there. You know, that, this, is, this is very reminiscent of that time, man, so... You know, anybody said it don't. Anybody who thinks it don't affect them, they may be in for a crude awakening, man. You yeah. know, I mean, all prices are going up. You know, food prices are jacked. Man, I went into uh, uh, Kroger, the place that I always depended on to be able to <laughs> grab a, an extra loaf of bread when everybody else was running out. Shoot, right? Man. Yeah, yeah. This is this is. And it's not like a run on toilet paper when COVID first hit. <laughs> this is just because supplies, you know, are running thin. Yeah, man. So anyway, I'm sorry, Will. No, 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 still no. This is this is awesome. Um, this is awesome. I, I like this dialogue, and I, I like I like hearing what you happen to bring tonight. Um, like I said, I wasn't expecting for us to talk about it, and I'm glad that we even mentioned it. You know, because me either, man, and it affects yeah. us all. You know, um, especially considering the resources that Ukraine has. And then, you know, I'm not even going to get into all that stuff, but, you know, it's it's something else. It's it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. So, okay. So let's shift out of that. What do you think? You know, have (laughs) have I drug us down into that wormhole far enough? I I think we're cool right now with it. Of course, you know, I know Adam, I see Adam's already hit the queue and I know he's got some insight on the Ukraine situation and we can double back to it, you know, uh, another time yeah. maybe, um, yeah. you know, especially to see how things go, but there's definitely a lot of, we have to keep our eye open to these changes and, and uh, just be aware of what's happening. Yeah. But That's in the meantime, we did have some things we wanted to cover tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you know, if if I may, uh, just for a second here, since this is the the last day of, of February, February twenty eighth, right? Um, right. You know, and, short and, month, you know, short month. month. <laughs> 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 yeah, and, and I'm glad you said that. It's, you know, it's the minority month. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? The minority month for the yeah. minority people. Check that out. <laughs> 28 days, maybe 29 sometimes, every every four years or so. Every four years. So what does be, that mean? Be happy, happy with those quarters, man. Get those quarters oh, when you can. <laughs> yeah, no lie. But, you know, we, we, we celebrate uh, 
Black History Month or African American History Month uh, every every February. And and I I was thinking before the show tonight, you know, I, I know that some of us uh, have either forgotten or just wondered why it's got to be in February. And I know we joke around about, yes, February is the the shortest month of the year, it's the minority month for the minority people, et cetera, et cetera. You know, but I, I wanted to just to just to dig a little bit and just if if you don't mind, I just wanted to share a little no, bit. No, man, are you kidding? Right on. Cool. You know, okay. just look at you know why February is is used for uh Black History Month. So, you know, um Every February, we celebrate Black History Month to to honor uh, and to show our appreciation to those who contributed and sacrificed uh, and who's helped shape this nation that we live in here in the United States. Now, I know in the U.K. they celebrate it at a certain time, even in Ireland, but I'm just talking about here in the United States. Um, you know, Black history, um, American history, you know, even world history. You know, Dad and I have talked a lot about how and continue to talk about how black history has helped shape this nation, how we're a part of this history. Like there there isn't no there isn't an asterisk, there isn't a separation, you know, like, oh well, these are just the black people here and this is America here. You know, it's it's black history again is American history and we don't celebrate it just in February for those that are listening. Again, we do this year round. Uh, every month, every day, if we could, you know. Um, but how did it begin, right? So there was a gentleman, Carter G. Woodson, who in 1926, and you heard us talk a lot about Carter G. Woodson, uh, Miseducation of the Negro. Uh, 1926. Yeah. Excuse me. Thank you, Dr. Carter G. Woodson. In 1926, he wanted to uh, set a time to educate people about the history and about the culture. And he had this envision of like this week long celebration, basically to encourage the teachers, uh, encourage the teaching, excuse me, of, uh, of African-American or black history in public schools. And the idea was simple. You know, he just wanted to focus and broaden the nation's consciousness. That's all. He just wanted to just spread this information and again, broaden the nation's consciousness. But from 1926 to about 1970, that was a hard road. It was very difficult for this time, for this moment of acceptance and honoring history to be accepted. So it was a fight for about 40 to 50 years. Um, And at Kent State in 1969, they made a proposal to celebrate Black history for a month. So in 1970, for the month of February, for the entire month of February, that was the first place to celebrate black history for the entire month at Kent State. In uh, 1976, Gerald Ford uh, recognized Black History Month to be celebrated throughout the United States. This was a big deal because this was the bicentennial of the United States, you know, where the United States was recognized uh, as an independent republic in 1776, for those that may be familiar with that year. Um, So 76 was when it was officially recognized in the United States. But again, 
Why February, right? So both Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass' birthday are in the second week of February. And Carter G. Woodson wanted to use that second week to celebrate this time. Uh, Lincoln's birthday was the 12th. And Frederick Douglass' birthday, and that correct, if, if I'm wrong here, let me know. Uh, but there isn't an actual recorded birthday for Frederick Douglass, but they decided to use February 14th. Is that correct? I'm sorry, I was muted. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, right. right on. <laughs> yeah, right on, right on. So, you know, so they decided to use the second second week of February. Of course, Lincoln being a very uh, influential figure in ending slavery, and Frederick Douglass, uh, for those that don't know, who was a former slave, was a prominent leader uh, in the abolition movement and uh, also ending slavery. So these two figures we wanted to celebrate, and so Dr. Carter G. Wilson figured, well, why not? You know, it was the best way to commemorate Black history's past by starting with this particular week. So that's how it started. So it wasn't like, oh, we'll just give them February because it's the shortest, shortest days of the year. You know, it all started from Dr. Carter G. Woodson, who recognized Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass' birthday the second week, celebrate that week of February, and it grew into an entire month. Started in 1970 at Kent State University. So it was just a little history I just wanted to share with the listening audience. So thank you uh, for giving me those few minutes here just to share that. No, man, you know, the, the, some minutes are, are well spent. And some some should be stretched out. That's beautiful, man. You know, I um, completely forgot my black history, which started out weak, um, history. <laughs> so you brought me back to the fold, man. Outstanding, right? You know, it was just a week, right? Yeah, and, just, uh, so just right that on, second man. week. Yeah, yeah, just that second yeah. week of February where it started. Yeah, yeah, man. So right on bringing me back, man. That's beautiful. And and totally, let me tell you, let me admit it, I totally forgot about, and, you know, Frederick Douglass is my boy. Yeah, that's your man, right? (laughs) Yeah, man. You know, totally forgot about his inclusion with that whole process. But, you know, of course, some things, you know, um, just get buried in the pile, man. Some things just get buried in the pile. So. Why would you know? Why would America force any any um, um, digging into an understanding of the reason instead of just thinking, oh, I'll just let them have their little fun, you know? Yeah. So what the heck, man? Right on, man. Yeah, right I mean, like, you know, there was a there was a purpose behind mm-hmm. it, and it wasn't just something that was just given to us. You know, it was something that was planned, was fought for, um, and and. and I, uh, it shouldn't be taken lightly. There's no easy way for me to put it. And I think we've kind of lost that, kind of fallen out of touch with the purpose of um, mm-hmm. of this month. You know, but but then again, there's a lot of people who celebrate it and do things to acknowledge accomplishments year round. So you know, I, I don't want to forget about those people, <clears throat> forget about those people and their accomplishments as well. So. You know, shouts out to those people. But, you know, it's not, like I said, just something that was 
just like, okay, this is what you use, and that's what it is. It wasn't like that. So I just sometimes when I hear us talk about like Black History Month, and well, of course it's February. You know, it just kind of you know rubs me a certain way sometimes. So I just wanted to clear the air. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if for no other reason, symbolically, should allow black folk the at least a moment to pause and reflect on what our service really has been to this country at yeah, some point. If not all, if not all 30 days, okay, fine. At least one day out of the month. Just, you know, being, tuning in, maybe even somehow making a Black History Month resolution instead of New Year's Ooh. Eve resolution, you know, to give at least some time spent on rediscovering, you know, our rich history in this country. Oh, I I mean, like you can, and we can wait on the schools if we want, but they've pretty much proven their intentions. You know, so, you know, anyway, I think that um, it would serve us well, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's not, you know, one way or the other, regardless of the direction. Go ahead, man. No, I'm saying I like that Black History Resolution, not just the yeah. New Year's Resolution. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, so if I may, I mean, but I don't want to jump in yet. Go ahead, Will. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let me just leave this last thing and you can just jump right in. So Absolutely. I just wanted no, I just man, wanted take your time. I just wanted I to leave with nowhere. this uh with this quote from from our friend and yours uh President Barack Obama. Uh he stated right that Black History Month should not be treated as though it's something somehow separates uh separate from our collective American history or somehow just boiled down to a compilation of greatest hits from the marches on Washington or from some of our sports heroes. It's about the live, shared experience of all African-Americans, high and low, famous and obscured, and how those experiences have shaped and challenged and ultimately strengthened America. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> President Barack Obama, so, you know, that means, oh, yeah, everybody's supposed to, ooh, ah, skip it, you know, but. That's pretty much what we've talked about over the years, man. It's not like we've been walking around in the dark. You know, we've just been wondering how long the dark is going to keep, you know, keeping us under under that blanket yeah. of indifference. But I, I feel what my man's saying. But that's something, see, that, you know, the educational system of America needs to own. That That's not on us. We've been forced to find who we are because the outlets that were meant to provide it have shut that door. So that light has never gotten through. So regardless of our reasons for, and excuse me, Barack, but I'm tired of apologizing to white people for being black. You know, it's like, look, dude, you know, the wait is over. If we don't go out to rediscover who we are, we, are, we will never know who we are. And you know my quote, if you don't know who you are, Anybody can name you. So I, I think, you know, the time of apology has come to an end, especially when it comes to the need for, you know, us enlightening ourselves about the value of our history. We did something in this country. We did more than 
slave for a living, but I really don't think people understand that. I think people think we were slaves and we were set free and now we lazy. You know, we were slaves, we were set free, and now we ain't waiting for government to take care of us. We were slaves, we were set free, and now we turn it on our own. People have a very shallow understanding of, of black America, very shallow. You know, and if that's not the case, how could white America continue to treat black America in the way it does? That permission comes from somewhere, but I know one thing, it don't come from us. You know, anyway, man, you know, this, this, you know, this, this is, this is a heck of a time right now. Will, I apologize again, man. I'm tripping, tripping, I'm tripping. Have I gone back to drinking? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I didn't know it. No, let's let's not go there because I don't know if we would get you on the show if that was the case. So, no, nah, we're good. Oh, no. Hey, good. Yeah. We're good. We're good. And, yeah, but, so right yeah. on, man. You know, that's Brock is my, you know, right up there in my list of, of, of heroes. No, man, that cat, you know, I mean, like, I, I, I had not voted since Kennedy was president. You know, I mean, I wasn't of age to vote for Kennedy. I'm just saying I, I didn't even – the vote was – nondescript for me until, um, you know, Barack was there as a candidate. That brought, because, yeah, I mean, I you know, that just brought me out of the doldrums of indifference. My, my philosophy was, you know, let the government collapse on itself and the revolution will set us free. Well, that revolution, revolution came and went. And it's like, okay, now you got somebody up there running. What you going to do about it? Let me do something about it that's real. Man, I can't even begin to tell you what that experience was like walking into that voting booth in Homewood, casting that vote. You know, I mean, I felt like I felt like the the ancestors of my past, you know, were shining. You know, man, I'm not lying. I mean, I walked out of that that polling place, man, and I felt like, you know, there was a horde of, of angelic council that was just singing. You know. About time. (laughs) (laughs) So so here we are. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm I'm picturing in my head walking out like, yeah, I feel you, yeah. (laughs) And the the skies open up, yeah. And the sun, yeah. My chin is high, my chest is out. Yeah, and he said something about singing. I'm like, yeah. He said, about time. I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> Wake up, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I guess I've just about destroyed tonight's show. <laughs> man. I had this, man, I got all this stuff laying around me that I was going to talk about. Here I am. We didn't talk about nothing that we had laid out, man. I, I guess that happens sometimes. That you know, I, it's just so much. It's so much, right? In yeah. in such a short period of time, just I was flipping through some of our past shows, and I can't believe how much substance we've covered in two months. Mm. Man, this, you know, of current events. I'm not talking about things that you know we had to, you know, things that people don't talk about. I'm talking about the stuff that's right out of here, man. And still, so much. You know, we haven't even given opinions about it's just amazing to me um what getting involved in a show like this what it's done to my awareness 
It's relentless. It won't let me just ignore the topics of the time. It's like this is real, and unfortunately, Bill, you are not going to be allowed to go go to sleep again. This show is, is what's telling me that. Everything, you know, is suspect and therefore under investigation, man. And I love I love doing this with you for that very reason. I don't care if it's just you and I spending an hour like we're on the phone talking to each other. Yeah, this is uh, – I can't thank you enough for allowing me to be a part of this, man. It's really something. Yeah. It's really something. So – what uh, what what did you have planned for? What was on your uh, on your uh, list for tonight? What, okay. what did you have? My agenda. Yeah. Well, the first yeah. thing, you know, the first thing that that I still haven't gotten to that I thought I would tonight, but I'm gonna put a table it till later. Was talking about the 761st Tank uh, Division, uh, yeah. Tank Battalion. I'm sorry, yeah. the uh, Patton called the the Patton's Panthers, and their official name was the Black Panthers talk about that maybe Wednesday but I also but I am going to take a minute to talk about William Tucker you know William Tucker and and this is and why I really want to talk about this on the last day of Black History Month because in past shows this month we talked about the birth of the Negro you know as a name for the people that obviously yeah. there's no place called Negro land so where did we come from but regardless that's who someone decided to call us I wanted to talk about William Tucker, born in 1624 near Jamestown, Virginia, the son of Antony and Isabel, two African indentured servants. They worked for Captain William Tucker and his wife, Mary Tucker. According to the 1624-1625 Virginia census, 22 Africans uh, arrived in 1619 and worked under uh, indentured servitude contracts. Very interesting that they came as indentured servants, which, which means as a contract, there was only an allotted amount of time that they were required to serve. And at the conclusion of their indentured servitude, they were to be given land and expenses enough to be able to establish their own way of life. Um, the problem in Virginia was that Virginia had General Assembly hadn't figured out the terms of slavery yet. So they kind of slipped right through. So this this child, William Tucker, born in 1624, I like to think of as a result of the shows we've done this month as being symbolic of the birth of the Negro in America. So I just wanted to get that in. That's, right. that's, what, that's, that's where I was coming with that. And, of course, with um, Katanji Brown being, you know, Biden's nomination yeah, yeah, for yeah, the Supreme yeah. Court, I'm sure you got a couple of thoughts about that, huh? You know, um, or is that a future show? Yeah, I mean, I know that you mentioned earlier that you started, you started the the process of making your rabbit hole, looking at the history of the Supreme Court. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I, I am interested uh, to see where that will take me, and I know that uh, in looking at the history of the Supreme Court, or I don't know either way you want to put it, in talking about. Uh, Ms. Brown, or talking about the Supreme Court, you can't help but look at both of these uh, pieces of, of information and history and I looking agree. at this person. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's definitely something that I think is going to be looked at in future shows. Um, 
Yeah. You know, eventually yeah. if we get the 761st out <laughs> one day. <laughs> yeah. You know, and this is how it goes with us, right? I mean, we we have to kind of follow the wind, you know, the wind trail. And yeah. um, and Nephew Ray is who um, stirred me to thinking earlier today. I was on my prayer line, what I call the prayer circle. And he, he just brought, he didn't bring it up as a challenge to me, but he brought it up as what I heard as a challenge for us us to consider, us meaning me and you, mm-hmm. you know. And even though we've done past shows on the Supreme Court, we haven't done a past show on a black female nominee from Biden going right. to the Supreme. And all it stirred up, you know, in this you know in this Hippocratic society of ours is very the hypocrisy of it all. You know, like where was it? Was affirmative action the issue or the of the or the cry of the ignorant when Sandra Day O'Connor was appointed? You know, um, was it the was it the him and the hall of, of society when Thurgood Marshall was appointed? You know, where was the outcry when um when that dude? I even hate saying his name. Clarence Thomas, you know, was um, appointed. It's like Clarence Thomas is the Donald Trump of Thurgood Marshall. <laughs> you know, the total opposite of everything Thurgood Marshall stood for. You know, then comes Clarence Thomas. You know, Uncle Thomas. Yeah. Um, so, so what you said got me to thinking. I'm sorry. That's hard. You know, man. I, <laughs> I was I trying know. to hold it in. I'm sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't hold it I in. I said Uncle Thomas. I didn't say Uncle Tom. I, no, it's, just, know, it's just like he's Trump. Trump. Yeah. You know. yeah, man. Come on. That's hard. I mean, you know, man. Well, just review his record. No, I mean, I'll I'm leave not, it at that. I'm not know. saying that that's I, hard I know to disagree with I'm, you. I'm, I'm with saying you. that in defense of myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that in defense of myself. You know, like, if you look at his record and don't look at his photo, you will not think that this brother has anyway. <laughs> so, but so but he's you know, black. And I, yeah, well, not not according to him. <laughs> yeah, you let me stop. Man. I don't want to get no lawsuit. Yeah, so yeah, not according to anyway. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. look here. You know, right on, bro. You know, I mean, I take pride in looking at the picture of the of the Supreme Court. Um, and seeing your picture there, man, it just swells me with pride. You know, long live Thurgood Marshall. So anyway, I don't, and even though we've done past shows on the Supreme Court, you know, Mm -hmm. certain situations that have come up, and we Mm -hmm. talked about the nominees, you know, I think we named, what, six of them? Right. Um, Still, we haven't done a show on the history of the Supreme Court in America, you know, like, why was it formed? You know, who was it made up of? And we talked a little bit about the fact that, um, you know, for, um, for what? How long? Um, not long. No, how long? How long was it? Um, <laughs> how long was it that you know the Supreme Court was always able to maintain its own imagery of being white and male? I don't want to. I want justices for. I want to say two hundred. I want to say two hundred, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm off guard. But it was a long time. How long? Very long. Yeah. You know. Yeah, uh, very long. Very long. And it was just these white dudes, and that was it. And you know, but 
they were formed in the vision of American society anyway. So when Ray said that, it just stirred me to thinking, you know, like, yeah, what do I, what do I know about the Supreme Court other than a few novel decisions under a few certain circumstances that raise the level of awareness for black America and, and uh, women's rights in America as well and the other themes that have come regarding civil rights and how Chief Justice Roberts has, you know, in, invoked his own attitude, his own white supremacist attitude in deciding, you know, for a whole mass of people that he knows nothing about and is definitely not reflective of their imagery, that the, the viciousness of voting rights and civil rights are no longer as severe as they used to be. So, therefore, we do not need to tiptoe around these things any longer. And what he did in 2009 has created the situation that we're dealing with right now today, where voters' rights, civil rights are all under attack. But I don't think people realize that voters' rights ain't black voters' rights, even though it seems like that's who's being attacked. This is affecting, you know, the liberal white class as well. Civil rights are affecting the liberal white, especially the liberal, liberal white female class and the female class in general as well. Yeah, and I don't think, you know, America is, is really grasping the full hold of this. I think, you know, America has allowed itself to think, to sleep thinking this is a white-black thing. Oh, no, no, no. This is a, you know, a, a democracy versus hypocrisy thing. And the form of democracy that has held this country together by a thread is unraveling rapidly to the point to where you have an ex-president and his cronies in Congress holding Putin up in high regard and, 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 and just showering him with these praises of, of intelligence and civility. Oh, man, you know, this, is, this is a whole new level of madness that I, even in my little black hole you know, of American society, I never thought America would allow, you know, a president to talk like this guy is talking and back it, you know, a crook on top of it, <laughs> you know, hustle man, if there ever was one, nothing, you know, man. So just looking at, you know, the, um, the, 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 the what, what was called the 25 um, major decisions um, since the inception of the Supreme Court and looking back from 1803, you know, up to, the latter part of the 20th century, not so much into the 21st century. It was just interesting for me to look at those 25 highlighted cases. But you know what was so disappointing? And maybe in future shows, you know, we can talk about some of those cases, especially the ones that we've already tapped on a little bit, like we talked about in length, um, Dred Scott, right? And, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. And we talked in length about Plessy versus Ferguson. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we, we've talked about, you know, um, um, Brown versus the Board of Ed. Um, so we, we, it's not like we've been, you know, ignorant to the issues of the Supreme Court. But the one that wasn't included in the top 25, which was disappointing, was Ali versus the United States, you know. 
And whenever you see somebody versus the United States, that means somebody versus the United States Supreme Court. Make no mistake about that. It's, yeah, government, but the Supreme Court is a branch of government, um, separate but nevertheless still a major part of it, that, you know, Trump was determined to um, sway into his fold as supporting whatever idiocy he was able to manifest. But he wasn't the first one to do that, obviously. Nixon, you know, thought for sure he could bring everything around to his way of thinking. So it's not like we haven't looked at it, but at that thing that wasn't included, Ali versus um, the United States, it was kind of depressed, not depressing, disappointing to see that was that didn't make the top 25. I think that should have been like in the top five, really, for what it uh, represented as far as um, really in essence his right to declare himself as a non-combative you know, by reasons of his religious conviction. You know, that that that's that's a big deal. You know, and the fact that the Supreme Court initially, by a five to three vote, decided, yeah, we're gonna send that brother to jail. You know, because Thurgood Marshall had recused himself, meaning that he stepped away because he had been too involved in so many issues similar to and including Ali, that, you know, I mean like the class act he was. He said, no, I, I would be too biased within my own mind, and I would not be able to think objectively. I mean, what a class dude, you know. And um, But then just a court clerk. But, you know, the Lord, well, this is me talking, not inflicting this upon anybody else, you know. But the Lord works in mysterious ways, his wonders to perform, and he would take a clerk to raise the awareness of the Supreme Court to send them back to the vote. And even though the vote wasn't, you know, 8-0, it was like 7-1, they talked among themselves and said, no, we have to be absolutely behind this 100% so we don't look like a bunch of racists. (laughs) And so they decided, you know, um, 8-0. Yeah, this cat has every right, you know, because of this little thing that the clerk brought. You know, and I just thought, man, that, you know, but of course I'm speaking from my own place of bias. What it meant to me, even though I'm an American, you know, is not what it means to a colorphobic society like America that would never make it an equal place, an equal case of importance. But it's funny how it took a lifetime of someone dedicated to his own pursuits and his, as we've seen so often in the in the news and on the media and on on the TV screen and the silver screen. You know, a black person has to be well past their level of of potency before they'll be recognized as being potent, you know. Um, And so Ali fell right into that same fold that all of a sudden, you know, this criminal, you know, oh, my God, this man who was totally against everything American, you know, a man who was about to be, you know, sent unjustly, but nevertheless sent to jail, has become an icon of, you know, of of rebellious thinking, you know, um, a, a hero of such. So America, by and large, you know, kind of like Malcolm X, and kind of like Martin Luther King Jr., you know, and, and the long list of those, you know, who... Um, whose footprints weren't realized until they no longer walk this earth. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Are we going to go into uh, overtime tonight? uh, I think we're already in overtime tonight. Um, I I can't wait to to jump into this, and you know I know you and I will be talking and figuring out how we how we're going to go about this because I think this is kind of like the first time we've actually talked about something of this nature ahead of time. Right. You know, uh, and and ladies and gentlemen, we bring up our previous shows just to, you know, I mean, well, one, we want you to go back and listen to our shows and, you know, uh, listen to our shows, you know, and comment, send us messages. You know, we're, we're, we're pretty open to comments and uh, constructive criticism and things like that. So I say all that because we've connected so many different dots and we use that phrase in so many Amen. different ways. <clears throat> Manifest destiny, uh, electoral college, uh, you mentioned voting rights, women's voting rights, women's civil rights. Uh, we've broken down amendments, you know, and we've talked not yet, yeah, not really that much about the Supreme Supreme Court. Uh, we've talked about the 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 content and the the subject matter of justice. We've talked about the inequality that justice has served when looking at white America versus people of color and especially black Americans. Um, I think we've kind of played around with the question of, you know, what do we want? What do we as black Americans want when we say we want justice? Do we know exactly, do we have an idea of what we want? We've talked a little bit about that, but just to look at the history of the Supreme Court itself, when we talk about what is justice and and I'm throwing the two fingers up for quotation marks, what is justice? Uh, so yeah, you know, let's let's look at that. Let's look at the history of the Supreme Court, and we'll definitely bring up Ali versus the United States. You know, we'll come all the way to uh, to where we are now, and uh, where we are now, black woman nominee, yeah. Uh, yeah, that should be on the Supreme Court because we know that she's already more than qualified. Yeah. You know, more than just... qualified. <laughs> Nothing to do with affirmative action or discrimination. It has to do with kicking one of them white dudes or you know, that other wannabe. <laughs> Let me leave that dude alone. You know, it's about time for to step aside, you know, for progress sake, you know. But, you know, amen, man. Yeah, okay, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so- – we want to we want to push the envelope and bring in a couple callers or how you want to do what you want to or you want to wrap well, it up. Well, I I wouldn't mind, but you know if if uh, we can open Adam's mic if he's up to to sharing anything. I saw another caller in the queue. I was thinking maybe yeah, we can three, you know yeah. just just four, say hey, six, nine, hi hi three, to Adam and eight, if three, the other four, caller yeah. if the other caller wants to come back in, just hit the one button again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know we're already past the eight and you know i love talking to adam anyway so bring in primo uh okay. good evening sir how you doing tonight good good evening gentlemen i'm doing great how you guys doing oh good what's as up always. adam yeah <laughs> i'm going to be sitting tonight so what's your question no, I, I was just i was just going to comment i didn't realize and, and it was something you were talking about uh, about a half hour ago i didn't realize that that gas stations had a limit to how much gas they got yeah. on a on a monthly basis. Basis, yeah. I, I never realized yeah. that. Yeah, that. Yeah, and they use that up. That's it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I never. I didn't. If they do. Yeah. If 
like those TikTok things. How old were you when you learned, you know, when you learned this? <laughs> today years 47 old. 47 years old when I realized that, <laughs> that gas station. I was today years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now, you know, look, look, let me clarify it. This is what a gas station owner told me. That Shell station, Will, on Cicero at 183rd or 175th or wherever it is, when you come off the expressway, that's what he told me, you know, because they were closed one week and then they were open the next. And it's like, man, I thought y'all were shutting down. And he explained it to me, you know. Said, oh, man. He said, why are we going to be open if we ain't got gas? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, can, thought, I can also uh, relate. <laughs> I, can, I can also relate because when I was living with my parents in Connecticut, gas in Massachusetts was was almost always 20 15 to 20 cents cheaper. So we would, mm. we would drive from, and it was only like a 15, 20 minute drive. We'd drive from Connecticut to mass to get gas. I heard that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just how absolutely. long, how long well, was the drive? 15, 15 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Okay. So you may waste mean, a gallon you know, getting you up there, but I'm going to get it cheaper. Massachusetts, Rhode Island, all that, you know, like you can do, you can do a whole circuit in, in an hour. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go no, ahead, Adam. <laughs> no, ab- no, absolutely. <laughs> you drive for an hour and you you've touched three states. <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah. So that that was that to that part, man. What else you got for us, man? I know you got something. That are, are you guys going to talk at all Wednesday about the State of the Union address tomorrow? Oh yeah, yeah. We'll touch on okay. it. At least say it. Hey. Cool. Yesterday, there was a state of a use. <laughs> Next. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, you know, that's what we do. You know that, man. You know, like, I'm yeah. going to be listening to it anyway. Of course I am. You know, because I want to I I hear, hear the play. You know, I want to hear the play. I want to hear, you know, what, what, the, what, the, what the state of the union is going to be, you know, right. as opposed <laughs> to what it has been. You know, I want to. I want to hear what my man, what yarn he's going to spin. <laughs> you know, no, uh, I, this is this I, is. Go ahead. I just, I just love listening to you guys, and and I love. I mean, I always enjoy listening to the show, and and today just hearing you guys just, just talk back and forth. It was just, it was, it was great. So I just, I just wanted to put my little two cents in and just and say thank you guys for, for doing this. Oh, oh thank man. You, man, you know, thank you. thank you, thank you for, you know, thank you for being a part of it, man. I mean, yeah. You know, you've been yeah, a part of it since the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, we, I remember we did our first mic check. You were right, you were right, you were right there. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Well, that's, that's what I was harassing Will for about 17 years. Yo, when's the next show? <laughs> when's the next show? <laughs> Adam's getting reminders <laughs> on his phone from last year, and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, man. Well, I called in. It says there's no blog talk show. What's going on, man? <laughs> yeah, it, it it took some soul searching on our part. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but man, anyway, it's great to hear. We got the other call. It has returned. So if you don't mind, just you know, not at all pushing it right now. I just want to see what what pearls of wisdom he's going to drop on us too. But we're going to leave your mic open, right, Will? That's right. Yeah, that's so, right. We're just going to go yeah. ahead and bring in the other caller. Um, that's area yeah. code 469-834, area code 469-834. Good evening. 
Thanks for calling. Hey, what's up, baby? <laughs> there you go. Baby. <laughs> I wonder who this could be. <laughs> what's up, Jay Pastor? Hey, well, welcome man. to the show, man. <laughs> yes, yeah, how's it going good, tonight, man? Man, it's it's going great, man. Um, I uh, I was, you know, kind of late because I had got to work a little late and. My alarm went off at 7 o'clock, but I didn't get out of work until about 7.15, so I jumped in my truck and was here to go pick up my son from um, baseball practice. And, uh, and uh, I was watching The Wire, and then I guess the spirit must have quickened me and told me, like, hey, man, uh, you're missing greenhouse effects. So, wow. Yeah. You mean you put down the wire to call into the show? I feel I will. <laughs> yes, sir. So then that's kind of I big, man. The, yeah. I, I guess the, the spirit had quickened me right on time because as soon as I got on, Will was um, kind of giving the giving me some pearls of wisdom about you know the milk. That, that I've been told about. Oh, man, they done gave us the shortest month, you know. Yeah, and I just, yeah, yeah. I've been listening to this garbage yeah. and just running with it. I've been, you know, playing that card too. Yeah, man, gave us a whole short yeah. month, you know. But yeah. not knowing yeah. that it's some, it's some real foundation of history about it. They didn't, they didn't technically give us nothing. Look like we, look like we took some, you know. We, we yeah. fighting yeah. for it, man. Fighting. Yeah, so. that's. That started as a week, and of course, yes, it was sir. a week in February. Yes, just like any other week in any other month, right? So that was really good stuff, man. No question about it, Will. And then, right on. And then uh, Oak started talking about the voting situation, and it, it sparked a couple, couple thoughts that reminded me. So first of all, I've, I've never really been able to vote. Because for a long time, if you had a felony or if you was, right, if you was on probation or parole or something, they had, they had took our our rights to vote. So, the first time that Obama was, um, I guess it was the inauguration. I guess um, I was I was in prison on that first one, and and I don't, you know, again I wasn't too too tuned in. It was kind of limited. It was kind of limited on uh, on what they what they gave us access to as far as yeah. television. Yeah. So, yeah, um, prison will do that to a brother, right? Yeah. So one of the black officers he came into the into the tank and they was watching like gun smoke and you know probably Price is Right or something. You know we had two TVs so. Black officer came to the tank. He like, man, y'all ain't watching the, the inauguration. And I'm like, oh man, well, wow. I didn't even know that was on. So, like, hey, listen, man, wow. go, you know, told the officer, man, get the remote. He so he turned it, but the TV that he put it on was the TV that was real low, you know. So, mm. you know, they watching Gunsmoke on the other TV. So, I asked the, you know, the clear brothers. Hey, listen, man. Can we can we switch TVs with y'all? 
you know, and they weren't really tripping. So they let us switch TVs and all. Then there was an older gentleman, you know, he and his feelings, he mad, you know, upset because, you know, one of us done messed around and won the presidency, and we done took his gun smoke off the TV and put them on the low TV so we could watch this. And he kind of he kind of got his feelings and was kind of talking to us. Oh, they just took the TV and So, you know, that spirit kind of transferred on me. So I was like, hey, man, I asked him could, I have, could we have this TV. And I beat up old people. So, really, you better go on over there and watch Gunsmoke, man. <laughs> I beat up, okay. Let us enjoy our little our yeah. little moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, y'all done had a bunch even of moments, in, man. We we gonna yeah. enjoy this one, and even I'm, in man, prison, I'm, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm feeling that Obama. Though. I'm feeling this. I'm feeling real yeah. some type yeah. of way right now. So, yeah. man, I advise yeah. you to you know going on you know with these false accusations like we just done took and housed you for the TV. Now that wasn't the case because I asked them yeah, they well. said yeah. And then, did, did, last did thing, and I'm going to get out your way. So, <laughs> I didn't mean so, to get you well stirred up, man. <laughs> well, that's what so, happened. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. The, so, I guess what happened was, they, I don't know, you know, I I, I want to continue, you know, I contribute all things to the sovereignty of the creator, but some type of way, you know, I got out of prison, and I still don't know how, but I done ended up with the rights to vote, you know. So, I'm telling you, I don't know how, because I probably was on parole, got a whole bunch of felonies, I don't know, but they done gave me the right to vote, and, you know, some type yeah. of way, I yeah. think I was getting food stamps, and they asked me that I want to register to vote, and I was like, no, nah, I can't yeah. vote. They, yeah. they registered, yeah. and I'm so, um, the mother, well, me and the mother, make, my children, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to so, say, make sure that you're legal, man, because you know what happened to that sister in Georgia, man, or Tennessee, wherever it was, you know. She too thought nah. that she was cool. Yeah. You know, oh, so. Okay. Yeah. Nah. Nah. They, they, they let me. So, on the second round, Obama, I had never voted probably in my life. You know what I'm saying? So, right on. Um, I was with the mother of my children, and I guess her ID allowed her to. You know, she had to vote in in her county, Frisco or some. You know, in one of these suburb counties. So I went in there and tried to vote with her. And they looked at my ID. They was like, oh, no, nah, you you Dallas County. You know, you got to go, you know, up the block a couple ways because, you know, this Colin, this is a different county. So I said, okay. So I don't know, for some odd reason, I had, um, it, was a, it was a movie came out with Jeff Bridges called The, the Big Lebowski. And I had... I had that shirt on with Jeff Bridges, the Big Lebowski shirt on. And <laughs> okay, where I was man. going to vote at was on the outskirts. So, you know, I wasn't right. in the inner city, so all right. All right. I done walked right. in here and all these clear we people, they seen my shirt, yeah. you know, and, the, and they was yeah. kind of confused, but they were smiling. But in my mind, I was like, ain't no sense in y'all yeah. being confused about this shirt. Y'all know who well, I came here to vote for. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, you can I, face I wish we had, 
I, I wish we had brought you in earlier, you know, so we could get the full scope of your story, man. But, you know, I hate to cut you kind of short, but we got to wrap this bad boy up, man. Okay, so maybe that, you can that was continue. I was being, no, man, bring, I was us, being, bring us the tail in on Wednesday, man, you know. You know. Call uh, Jay Pastor, Jay Pastor, a.k.a. The Dude. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Yeah, well, you know, thank, thank, thank both of you, man, for um, both of you men for calling in. It always makes a difference. You know, Will gets tired of hearing me all the time, anyway. So, uh, <laughs> and I'm sure that speaks to the millions out there as well. <laughs> yeah, okay, man, we're gonna get out your way. Yeah, we're gonna get out your way, Will, Will, so you can land this airplane, man. Right, JP, Adam, as always, man, appreciate you all for, for calling in and having the patience, uh, the patience of uh, dealing with me and my dad as we go through our show, man. I always appreciate your support. Uh, thank you to those Amen. that were in the chat room, uh, those that's listening online, uh, those that's even listening to the archive show. Thank you for your time and being a part of our show. Um, this is the Greenhouse Effect radio show where we try to provide an opportunity to exercise critical thinking, experience a renewed self-awareness, and maybe even a deeper connection to others uh, and their experiences, especially when we share interpretations and feelings. And be aware, sometimes this show may, <laughs> I'm adding this, this is something new. Be aware, sometimes this show, uh, as me and my tribe used to say, this show can put the cables on you. It kind of gets you charged up and it gets you <laughs> pumped up, man. It'll put you on that road. Reminiscing old stories, right? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, it'll, right. It'll, it'll do that to you yeah. sometimes, and, and I and I love that's it. That's right. And, you know, that's Absolutely. one of the things. Totally. Yeah, that's one yeah. of the things that I, I've always enjoyed about, you know, doing this talk radio since, you know, since, you know, when I started, you know, back then. Uh, and it was just this connection and this awesome opportunity to to, you know, put cables on us and for us to have these discussions and these lively moments, especially when we share interpretations and feelings, when we open ourselves up and we share these moments with each other without judgment, you know, and it takes away so much anxiety because, as you say, Dad, you know, we have to deal with that functioning schizophrenia every day, you know, should I do this, should I do that, you know. Uh, you're correct. No, I'll you're put the cables, I told you, man, it gets you, it gets you. It gets you, I love it, man. So anyway, I'm Will. That's Bill. Live every Monday and Wednesday night, Law Talk Radio. Oh, slash you, the man. Greenhouse Effect. I love you, man. Seventeen Central Standard Time. I love you too, Dad. Hey, man. Everybody, y'all be safe out there. Always stay blessed, and most importantly, be yourself. I don't care what they say. At least keep that mask on. Uh, until Wednesday. Amen. We'll, we'll talk to y'all again. Good night and amen. be crying, but my heart just won't obey, if you stay to be happy, as I lie here on the rooftop in the rain, I
trying to explain I was trying to what happened sorry about that I was trying to explain it to Hines yesterday you know and he kind of got it but at the same time you know you know Hines you know he ain't changed you know so anything he's older (laughs) right so it was kind of difficult to explain to him he's not good at, at dealing with things that don't include him as far as degrees of importance so, you know, um, so trying to explain it to him, he couldn't really, he wouldn't allow himself to get into what it's like for a father to be working with his oldest son. First of all, he's got two daughters, you know, and, and they're off doing their own thing, you know. And a father de- working with his older son in the 